The Studio 5 Nana Hood is a group of women we love around here, and we do cater a lot of our conversation toward this group, toward this hood. So those topics look like grandkid craft ideas, Nana camp ideas, ways to stay healthy in the later years of life. There's many conversations that we've dedicated over the last year or so since we launched this series and formed this group. But we're aware that much like motherhood, there is a group of Nanas watching who would love to do so many of the positive, fun ideas shared on the show, but you can't. Physically, you can't play with your grandkids at the park. Financially, you can't buy that lavish gift. Mentally, you can't remember every child's and grandchild's birthday. We get that, and you're loved just the same. Parenting contributor Heather Johnson is speaking today to the Nana who can't. And I told Heather I'm gonna try to whew, hold it together here because this strikes a very sincere and tender-hearted woman out there. What were your thoughts when we presented you with this topic, the Nana who can't? The very first thing and my very first thought, and I hope if anything comes from today, it's this one thing. If you're a Nana who can't, it doesn't mean anything about you being a good grandmother. Mm -hmm. It means nothing about you being a good grandma. There might be limitations or inabilities or, or contention even. It doesn't mean anything about you being a great grandma. And we've got to keep that in mind, right? So all of the benefits and research that we've celebrated the last year or two in this series talking about the effects and the power mm -hmm and the legacy a grandma can give, that is not limited by your own limitations. It is not, it is not. Just like with a mother, right? That would be saying that if I'm not a perfect mom, then I'm limited and so are my relationships with my kids. So instead we're gonna look at it and we're gonna decide that we're gonna be really creative and we're gonna look at it that way. We're not gonna make it about us. And I have to give a nod to the fact that if you are a Nana who can't, a grandmother who has physical or mental or financial limitations, that a lot of the responsibility, it actually falls to your kids and grandkids. Mm -hmm. It falls to them. If you have a relationship with a grandmother, a grandfather who has challenges, it's our job. It is our job to help fill in the gaps, to help facilitate, to help negotiate the relationships and the connection when they have those challenges. And we can't overlook that. We have responsibility in this too, even if we're not grandparents yet. Well said, great point. You have four solutions, Heather, for four different types of grandmas. First, when a Nana cannot physically, the park isn't an option. Yep. I can't get up and run and play mm -hmm. and swim and splash and slide. The Nana who can't physically. She is going to utilize, obviously, technology. Mm. We're gonna go straight to technology. We're gonna use it, we're gonna abuse it. You're gonna have your grandkids come over and set you up with it and teach you how to use the apps and FaceTime and GroupMe and YouTube and all the things and you're gonna utilize technology. Now one of the mistakes we make is that we have grandkids or kids come over and teach us but we don't actually have them write it down so we can reference it again. Mm. And so grandparents learn and they're right in front of them and their grandchildren show them and say, okay grandma, do it this way so you can connect and be at my birthday party next week because you can't physically fly here, your health won't allow it. And then five days go by and that grandparent forgets what it is they need to do and how they need to access well, and it. And it takes practice. I it sort of does. represent the gap generation. I didn't grow up with mm -hmm. this level of technology. I need practice. You need to practice manipulating and getting comfortable with that. Absolutely. So don't just say, here's how you use it and set them up. Okay, here's your password, go from there. Write it down for them. 
create a video for them, do something so they can access. Now, if we add one more thing to this, I don't know how many of us are familiar with the book Flat Stanley. Mm. Are you familiar with Flat Stanley? Flat Stanley is in a lot of elementary schools now and essentially is a little boy who becomes flat and so he can travel in the mail everywhere. Oh, is this the, the popsicle stick? Yes, oftentimes they'll put it that on that. Figure that goes around, right? yeah. And so Flat Stanley, the projects in school are where Flat Stanley, we send it literally with all of our kids. We send it to a cousin or to a grandparent. They have experiences with Flat Stanley and then send back the movie ticket stub or the menu from the restaurant where they ate with Flat Stanley. Mm. And I can't help but think how fun it would be if we took the technology old school a little bit and became flat grandmas, became pen pals a little bit, <laughs> and had these opportunities. Remember, we're looking to connect in ways where our physical capacities are limited. Yeah. But to imagine that all of a sudden your picture goes with your family members everywhere they go. I love that. And they're creating videos saying, okay, Grandma, it's my birthday. Here's where we're going out to eat. Yeah. And video it. Imagine if we use technology to create a YouTube channel where just grandkids and grandparents share it. And everything they're doing and going on, and Grandma's been taken. I love this. There is so much space to be creative if we'll get out of our own way. Yes. If we'll stop thinking that because I don't look like a traditional grandma or what I expect in my head, yeah. that I can't connect. Here's to flat grandmas. Absolutely. I love Absolutely. that idea. That's so creative. That's so cute. To the Nana who can't mentally. Mm -hmm. No, this is, is gonna be a really wide range of mental challenges, right, of mental health challenges. This is going to be, if we're talking memory, the grandma who maybe has a hard time remembering that Friday is a soccer game that they wanted to attend, mm -hmm all the way to the end, which is where the grandma actually can't remember her grandchildren or children at all. And we have to give nod to that really broad range of what memory looks like. If you are on the, the first end where you just wanna make sure you can attend and have a hard time remembering, ask for reminders and help. Ask for someone to text you, give you a phone call two hours before the, the activity or the event to come pick you up and take you with them mm -hmm. so that it's easier to remember. If you are on the other end, or any end, this applies, but we want to rely, rely on service. When we reach a point where we can't remember, service is a great equalizer. And there are things that we can offer and serve and remember and hobbies and talents and abilities we can give that will connect us with grandchildren even when we can't remember. Mm -hmm. And our grandmothers oh, have these skills and abilities, they have them. And so when we look at them, even if we can't actually remember the people, we can still connect with someone anytime we're willing to serve them because it's an extension of love. It's love in motion. Use whatever it is you can remember and whatever it is you can do and serve. Yes. Give it that way, right? When Nana isn't allowed, you've talked a lot about how the adult children, the parents here are the gatekeepers and sometimes Nanas aren't let in, mm -hmm. and that's heartbreaking. It is, this one is just devastating. It is devastating to want so desperately to be involved and to offer love and to not be allowed to do it. And again, this is where as kids and grandkids, it is our job to work on the contention. It is our job to figure out how to forgive and to rise above. And obviously we're not talking about physical abuse. I mean, there are situations where we need to create this, this distance. If you are the Nana who's not allowed, the one thing we don't want to do is push. If it's been made clear that no contact is allowed, we're going to need to respect that that's what's been asked of us, okay. even though it is a gut punch. It is so hard. Yeah. From there, it's actually us considering what we can do to create a lasting trail. And what I mean mm. by this is, what is it that you can do as a Nana every day or every month so that when the truth comes out and when the opportunities to reconnect happen, even if it's 20 years down the road, and that grandchild seeks you out, that you're able to offer them a lasting trail of, of every day I thought of you, 
of I've always considered you that shows that you never forgot. This could be love letters, this could be a journal, this could, could be birthday cards that maybe Any of those things that sent. you're not allowed yeah. to send or yeah. deliver. It could be a birthday gift that whether they were two or 18 you've collected. It can be anything, but we wanna be able to hand them a trail mm. that shows that we have been connected and loved and worried and thought about them every single That's year that we beautiful. haven't been able to connect. That's a beautiful love in motion opportunity. One minute left, Heather, when Nana can't financially. And this is, a, this is when we feel a lot of pressure around us, right? That we need to be flying everywhere and attending everything and going and then providing it. When we're in this situation, we wanna take a step back and be the one that has an open door policy and that does all the inviting. Mm. We wanna say, hey, come to my house, come here for those things, come do it in this space. We also wanna be the ones where we're saying, let me babysit, let me be involved. If we can't financially, we wanna say, hey, could you again come get me? Can I jump in with you? Mm -hmm. Is there a way? This is even reaching out and asking our kids and saying, hey, do you think that you could give my grandkids a plane ticket to come visit me next summer? Mm. And reaching out in ways where we recognize and acknowledge that financially there might not be the same means or even the means we hope, that doesn't mean we can't connect with them if we're being creative and if we're thinking about the ways that we can use those different opportunities and relationships to build. Mm -hmm. There's so much we can do to invite and have that open door. Come this way, always come this way. And I'm sitting here thinking a game of Monopoly is can be just as connective and fun as a night at Disney on ice. So it's looking at those connections, I think, in different lenses. We get really caught up in thinking that if it isn't gifts, if it yeah. isn't extravagant, that yeah. it doesn't connect. But in all honesty, that doesn't connect as much as when we show love, mm -hmm. as when a grandma and her granddaughter sit at a counter and she tells her the boy she likes in college, or she shares and learns a new bread recipe, or they hope and dream together while they're learning about how grandparents met. That will connect two people far more, and I know Disneyland is great, I know it is, but it will connect more than that, it will. We it barely will. made it out, sister. I know, quick, hurry. You here? Okay, <laughs> we're gonna duck and go, thank you so much. Beautiful words, beautiful advice, speaking toward a very beautiful relationship.